Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Steve Goldstein, Panthers broadcaster. He is on the coverage for NBC Sports Radio, Westwood One. He's doing pregame, intermission, postgame. He's with us in the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Stores guest line. Truly steps beyond convenience. So, Goldie, I mean, how stinky is that catfish while the fan is holding onto it before he throws it onto the ice? Like, that, it, must, it must smell so bad, right? You know, there, there was one in Anaheim that came out. I actually shoveled it up, and they, they walked right by me because I was down in the tunnel doing the ringside reporting. And, yeah, those things are nasty. And, you know, last game, like, the whole in Nashville, the whole Tennessee Titans offensive line was at the game. And they didn't throw them all on the ice. But they were all holding them. One guy went and threw it on the ice. So it's it's disgusting. And one splattered last night. So they're they, having fun they with sneak, it in Nashville. So what the hell? How did they sneak it in? Like, dude just walks through the front doors with a catfish under his sweater? Okay, now you're really going to be grossed out. What I have heard, and I asked that question as I was curious, you know, because we had the rats in the Miami arena. It's pretty easy to sneak the little plastic rats. Yeah. You know, you can put them anywhere. They're tiny. What some of these people do is they wear... Like a like one of those tight, whether it's an Under Armour, you know, dry fit shirt, the really tight ones. Yeah. And then they take like, like clear tape, and they wrap it around and tape it to their back. Ugh. And then they put like their Predators jersey on. And they pull it out like a he anyway. sword. It, it's 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 disgusting. They got they got dead catfish strapped to them, literally like they're smuggling Ugh. drugs or something. It has to be so weird when that person walks by you in the crowd and they just smell like dead fish. Ugh. N- nasty. Man. Nasty. But la- last night, some guy threw it on the ice, obviously Predators fan, and they, you know, they obviously booted him out in Pittsburgh. So, <laughs> Tell me, yeah. uh, I thought I thought there was a clear momentum shift last night when P.K. Subban scores. They go up one nothing. The, uh, the goal is overturned. I was shocked that the goal was overturned. I found it to be incredibly inconclusive, the replay on yeah. the offside. But I'm really interested – how does that whole replay go down? Because you can't tell me that someone on the Penguins bench is watching that play unfold. Says, "Wow, that guy may have been offside." I mean, he, th- do they get word from someone in the dressing room? How does that go down? Here's what happens: they do have a video coach that's watching everything. I know this because I've spoken to the Panthers' video coach. His name is Tommy Cruz, and they've got the ability to like, you know, focus it in, narrow it down, and this is all the guys looking for really during the game. But this is all happening and in a matter of seconds though, they gotta do this. Matter of seconds. Is as it's incredible. They could stop, they could rewind it, boom, within five seconds. They they know, you know, hey, when that puck came in, they probably have it in their mind already that hey, maybe it was close. So if a goal is scored, let me go back and check this. Now they can check it before the goal is even scored. And and that's what a lot of these guys do. So Let's say you carry it into the zone. Play is going on for 10, 20 seconds. You know, just whatever's happening, they're already looking and seeing, hey, if they if they score here, I can challenge this. Either I see it or it's close enough. Now, there's also monitors that they put in on the bench. So when you see the coaches looking down, there's actually monitors in the floor on the bench in every right. NHL arena. So the coaches can kind of look at it as well. That one was so close. You got to give the video guys some credit. Um what I know what the Panthers have done in the past is 
they would ask the video coach, give me the percentage. And if the guy would go, well, maybe it's 50-50, then he gets yelled at in the moment of truth, saying, don't give me 50-50. It doesn't be no good. Should I challenge it or not? It's got to be like, you've got to be 80-90% sure, and maybe it's worth it for me to challenge. So, you know, you were in the majority, Zaslo, because last night after the game, you know, I had the big media thing at the hotel, so all the, you know, broadcasters, Canadian and national, and literally I was the only one that thought it was the right call. I thought it was pretty clear-cut. I thought his skate was in the air. I didn't think he had possession. I thought he was offside, and I was yelled at in um, in English and in French after I said that. <laughs> That's funny. We got Steve Goldstein here with us. He's on the call uh, on on NBC Sports Radio with the uh, pregame, the intermission reports, and and postgame up there in in, in Pittsburgh. Uh, tell me, you know, you've spent a couple days there, obviously, in Pittsburgh. How? How significant are are the Penguins up there? Okay, I mean, in regards to the Steelers, uh, the Pirates. I know the Pirates got to be third in that bunch, but I guess between Penguins and Steelers, where do the Penguins stand up there? You know, they're right there. I mean, they don't have the you know eighty ninety year tradition, obviously that the Steelers have, um, but it, it's right there because you're looking now at about a what a thirty year stretch, pretty much. I mean, they had some lean times. The team almost you know was talking about moving until they got a new arena, but when you go from Mario Lemieux to Mario Lemieux and Yarmir Yager, and then you have a little, you know, seven, eight-year period where they struggled. Then you go get Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin, and now you've been good for another dozen years in a row. And, you know, this is the fourth time they've been to the cup final with these guys trying to win it for the third time. Um, It's basically neck and neck. You know, Pittsburgh's one of those cities that, you know, almost everybody from here that lives here is from here. And all the teams have the same color. It's all black and gold. And, you know, it's definitely Steelers and Penguins right right there, neck and neck, especially when the Penguins are winning. Golda, do you know if they still have that similar type of feeling out there where, you know, you have a guy like Lemieux who actually became an owner while he was still playing and then going ahead and taking over the franchise and then hiring and drafting a young player, Sidney Crosby, and having him live at your house for the yeah. first few years of his career. Well, that, that happened with the happen. pa- No, that happened with the Panthers. Didn't Aaron Ekblad do that, Goldie? No, Ekblad lived with his player. Not as not as not the owner of the team. No, but Lemieux was playing at the same time, right, Goldie? No, Lemieux. When, when Crosby got here, Lemieux was done. He was the owner only. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and Ekblad did live with Willie Mitchell and his wife. Yeah, in right. Fort Lauderdale by the Intracoastal. Not bad. Not bad way to come to South Florida. All right, so Crosby, <laughs> Crosby as a rookie is living with with the owner when he when he was entered the league for years. Yeah, yeah. That's that's an interesting. You know, there was one. There was a goalie one. This is a great story. There's a the hockey stories are so funny. There was a goalie once, the Rangers drafted him, okay? And John Davidson, who was, you know, the broadcaster, now he runs the Columbus Blue Jackets, a longtime broadcaster. He was the president of the team at the time with the Rangers, and he had this kid come live with him. And J.D. had a daughter that was, you know, like teenager, like this kid, 18, 19. So John Davidson, as he tells the story every night, would take cornflakes and sprinkle them all over the hallways in his house because if that kid ever tried to sneak over to the daughter's room, <laughs> wow. J.D. would get woken up. Wow. Smart dad. Wow, that's a good move. Uh, Sidney Crosby or Ben Roethlisberger, who's bigger? Oh, That's a great question. You know, Big Ben's had the great career, but there's still a little bit of that in Pittsburgh, you know, with some of the stuff that went on. I mean, he's been, you know, last few years supposedly on – you know, on the best behavior and, and around town and doing things. But, you know, there's some people still in Pittsburgh that, you know, have a little bit of a negative feeling towards Ben Roethlisberger. You know, Sidney Crosby is like the Derek Jeter of hockey. You know, he has never, ever been in any kind of um, situation. 
and you know, and he's winning all these championships. So uh, that that's another one that's really hard to call. It, it's close. You would think quarterback NFL team Super Bowls would probably have the edge, but Crosby with these two years with last year, and if he wins it again this year, he's going to be right there with them. Goldie, you mentioned that you were in the same room with a bunch of media members the other night. Were you there with Don Cherry by any chance? And did you have any words with him about what he had to say about Americans? You know, I never, the only time I ever talked to him, Romberg, is I just say hi to him because I don't feel like I want to get into anything with him. But no, he wasn't, um, he wasn't here last night. I guess he's back in, in Canada at the studio and I kind of leave that alone. You know, it's Don Cherry being Don Cherry. And by the way, what he says about Americans is not nearly as bad as what he said about the European players for years. So, Oh, yeah, they're, they're all soft, right? You can't yeah, win with a European, yeah. right? Isn't that the whole thing? Well, he called, you know, Daniel and Henrik Sedin in, in, in Vancouver. He called them, you know, the the, um, the Sedin girls. Right, right, right. right. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not very nice. Yeah. No. Uh, finally here, Goldie, uh, I, I thought last game was kind of a rough watch. Okay. You know, it's the first game of the Stanley cup playoffs where, uh, throughout the game, like, you know, I don't think it's a very good game tonight. And, and, you know, I mean, Nashville really dominated the game and Pittsburgh. I mean, we, we, they went 37 minutes without a shot on goal. I thought last night was kind of a rough watch. What do you make of that? Well, it was incredible, you know, because I thought at three, nothing, the game was over. I mean, here I'm thinking, okay, we're going to have a five, one, six, one, you know, game one, and Nashville just took the game over even though they were trailing. So um, it, it was definitely a strange game. I mean, the, the 12 shots on goal, I believe, were not only the lowest in a Stanley Cup final game, but the, the, the lowest ever for a team to win. I mean, think they go 37 minutes without a shot on goal, and they, and they win the game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, from that standpoint, it was, it, it was a strange game. Um, I thought once Nashville got the game tied with about, what, seven, eight minutes left, the last seven, eight minutes were unbelievable. And then the one shot they do get actually goes in. Um, but I think it's going to be a really good series. These two teams, you know, there's not a lot of the, the garbage that goes on with the pushing and shoving after the whistles and, the, you know, and the cheap shots. These teams don't play that way. They're, they're really good. They're really fast. And, and they just play the game the way it's supposed to be played. So um, it was a, definitely a strange game. You had that long stretch there, obviously, where Pittsburgh can't even get a shot on goal. You're right. Was Pecorine bad? Personally, this is another one I got yelled at by, I think, from the guy from Sportsnet, the producer. Um, I, I, I didn't think he played great. I said he's got to get those shots. And, you know, I got yelled at a little bit, saying, no, he's Pecorine. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm not going to go with bad, but there are some that when he is on top of his game, he'll make one or two more of those saves, especially that game-winning goal. Yeah, that's I mean, you, a bad goal to give up. I and mean, there's three minutes left. when In the NHL, when a guy takes a shot, and there's nothing in between, no yeah. players, a teammate, a defender. Um, now, that one may have been deflected off a Nashville stick. They still, I, I wasn't sure of that, but I got to think he's got to make that save. Obviously, the third one's not his fault. It goes in uh, off his own player. Um, so I thought he was okay, but uh, he could be better. Great job, Goldie. Thanks a lot, man. Guys, I will see you soon. Thank you. All right, that's Steve Goldstein right there. He's up there in Pittsburgh uh, for the entire season. I, I like talking to Goldie. I, think I got really to tell Guy to go get a beer with him, man. Yeah, he needs someone to hang out with. I wonder if one of the Frenchmen yelling at him was Guy. I don't know. You think Goldie wants to hang out with Guy Paquette? Like how he, he, he's a party. Like mm. how he doesn't want anything to do with Don Cherry. I don't need to get involved in this mess. I don't know where it's going to lead me. I'll give you a nice tip of the cap hello and keep it moving, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.